Hello and welcome to the Victory Church Daily Podcast. I'm Mitch Horton and you're listening to the Victory Church Daily Podcasts, a short message designed to help people become all that God created them to be and live their life to the fullest. We cover a variety of topics all centered around practical Christian living. We keep this podcast completely free so that it's accessible to everyone. All that we ask is that if you enjoy it, please share it and leave us a review. This helps us get our message out. Thanks for listening. Now let's go get to it. Hello and welcome to the Victory Church Daily Podcast. This is Pastor Mitch Horton, and I hope you're having a marvelous uh, 2021. God is always good. His blessings are always available to us. He has given us everything in Christ that pertains to natural life and spiritual life, and thank God we can take advantage of of what Jesus has done for us every day. Hope you're doing that. And I'm uh, just glad to be able to share the things of God with you again today. Let me encourage you again, uh, subscribe to our podcast if you haven't yet and share them with your friends. And then also feel free to email me, pastor at victorychurchraleigh.com. Love to hear from you. Any comments, questions you may have, love to share with you. And uh, anyway, um Glad you're with us today. I've been talking about healing for the past number of weeks. We're wrapping this subject up, just uh, another podcast or so on this subject. Right now I'm talking about seven different ways that you can exercise your faith to be healed. Healing is the will of God for the believer. We've established that. Healing's in the atonement of Christ. We've established that. We've talked about how to exercise faith for being healed. We've talked about making preparations to be healed by planting the seeds of the Word in our life. We talked about all of those things, and now we're talking about seven, seven different ways you can exercise your faith to be healed. The first way we talked about is use the name of Jesus against the devil. Now, this is not prayer. This is using your authority in Christ, and when symptoms come, you say no to them. Secondly, we talked about last time, pray to the Father in the name of Jesus, and you can receive healing by praying for healing for yourself. The third way you can receive healing is, number three, agree in prayer with someone on the basis of Matthew eighteen nineteen, Jesus said this in Matthew eighteen nineteen. again, I say to you that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask... It will be done for them by my Father in heaven. New Living Translation is really good on this particular verse. It says, I tell you, also tell you this, if two of you agree here on earth concerning anything you ask, my Father in heaven will do it for you. Now, that's really cool. I love that. So if you can get two people to create a symphony, a harmony, agree with what they think and what they believe and what they say, Two of you agree here, <coughs> excuse me, on earth concerning anything you ask, my Father in heaven will do it for you. That's really, really positive, isn't it? Uh, then verse 20 is really insightful. For where two or three gather together as my followers, I am there among them. We don't realize many times Jesus, you know, is in the spirit realm. When we get together and create an atmosphere of unity and by thinking the same way, believing the same way, speaking the same way, Jesus said, I show up in that situation. That's incredible. When Jesus comes on the scene, how many know things happen? So agreement in prayer 
is a, is a way that you can exercise faith for healing. Deuteronomy 32.30 says this, How could one chase a thousand and two put ten thousand to flight unless their rock had sold them and their Lord had surrendered them? So again, you know, there's, there's multiplied spiritual power when we get together and when we agree together. And again, um, uh, when you agree, you remind the Lord that you're agreeing about healing and you never speak a word of doubt about it. In fact, what I do when I agree with someone, I mean, uh, they come to my mind. I say, Lord, I remind you I agree with so-and-so in prayer, um, according to Matthew 18, 19, that uh, this situation would be healed. And I'm in agreement with them. Thank you for healing them in Jesus' name. When I'm agreeing with someone else and they come to my mind, that's what I do. See, and, and that keeps me in agreement with them. That creates spiritual power. Jesus said if we agree as touching anything, he said he's right here to make sure it comes to pass. Then Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verses 9 through 12, two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, one will lift up his companion, but woe to him who's alone when he falls. For he has no one to help him up. Again, if two lie down together, they can keep warm. But how can one be warm alone? Though one may be overpowered by another, two can withstand him. And a threefold cord is not quickly broken. And so, again, it's just emphasizing the fact that, you know, unity and working with others, there's, there's multiplied power when I work with someone else. So you may find that sometimes God may have you just simply pray the prayer of agreement with someone uh, for healing. So let me say this. Uh, if you're a seasoned believer, you've known the Lord for a number of years, maybe you, you know the Word of God, you, you know that Jesus in His sacrifice on Calvary for us and His death, burial, and resurrection, that He has provided not only forgiveness of sin, but healing of disease. You know those, and you generally pray and, and trust God to heal you without, without other people being involved. You may find sometimes that God will have you call a trusted friend now, you know, when I'm looking for somebody to agree in prayer with me, I'm looking for somebody that I know will not doubt, will stand in faith, will not talk doubt and unbelief. And there's a few friends I have that are that way. And, and you may find if you're a seasoned believer in the Lord, the Lord may have you call someone um, because it helps us deal with two things, the pride issue, thinking that I got this, I don't need anybody. Uh, and then, and again, right on the heels of that, the self-sufficient attitude that we sometimes can gain after walking with the Lord for years, it, it helps, helps reveal to us and reminds us that we are members of the body of Christ. So every once in a while, the Lord has me, if the enemy attacks my body and it's fairly serious, I sometimes will call a trusted friend and I'll say, would you agree with me? And see, it helps me deal with pride in my life and, and it helps, shows me that I'm part of the body of Christ and that God wants to use others and that and then I need to learn to work with others. So, you know, I, I appreciate when the Lord speaks to me about praying the prayer of agreement. Or sometimes you may find that, you know, um, I've said some serious things that have come upon me and, and they challenged me mentally. The, 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 um, the symptoms were serious and they were unrelenting and, and they caused perhaps produced quite a bit of pain. In those instances, when I feel like I, I need somebody to, so to speak, shore up my faith and to grab a hold of it with me, you know, just to give me a, a boost, uh, sometimes I'll have somebody pray their prayer of agreement with me about those things. And, you know, it really does get results. I've had throughout my life and years with the Lord, 
I've had God answer wonderful answers of prayer when we prayed the prayer of agreement or when I prayed the prayer of agreement with someone. So, so number three is pray the prayer of agreement. That's a way to exercise faith. Number four, uh, to receive healing, uh, anoint, uh, anoint with oil, uh, anoint with oil according to James five fourteen. You can be prayed for, and somebody can anoint you with oil. And that's what it says in James chapter five. Is anyone sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. Again, oil is a symbol of the Holy Spirit, and. Notice he says, is any sick among you? We're really, we should receive our healing from the Lord Jesus. So here's a person, they find themselves in need of healing. And he says, the prayer of faith will save the sick. The Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. So um, uh, obviously understand that there's no real healing power in the oil itself. It's just a point of contact and it's a symbol that we're trusting and relying on the power of the Holy Spirit to raise us up. And so uh, it is scriptural. You know, if, if you're attacked in your physical body, call for the, those who are over you in the Lord in your local church and go and say, look, I would like uh, hands laid on me and I want you to anoint me with oil. It's Bible to do that. And it gets sometimes tremendous results. It says the prayer of faith will save the sick. Again, is anyone sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church. Those are the church leaders. Let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord, and the prayer of faith will save the sick. The Lord will raise him up. Here's a question. Who determines when the prayer of faith is prayed when you have hands laid upon you? Well, there's two issues there. The person coming for prayer they need to be in faith, and the person praying needs to be in faith, believing that when they lay hands on that person, that God will honor his word and bring his healing power and heal them. But it's also equally important for the person on the receiving side, hands are being laid on them, that they exercise faith. So my encouragement has always been, you know, when, um, when, uh, when, when you're anointed with oil, and, and, and when, when hands are laid on you to expect God's healing power and, and then, and then um, make sure that you're not, you know, countering that prayer with doubt and unbelief and talking to your family and talking about the symptoms and talking about how bad it is. You can negate the anointing with oil, according to James 5, 14, with unbelief coming out of your mouth. So that's why it's really important. Once somebody prays for you, anoints you with oil, then you know what? You can expect God to heal you. Then talk like God is in the process of healing you. So don't say, well, I've got this or I got that. No, no, no. That's not cooperating uh, in faith when you have hands laid on you. Somebody says, well, how you doing? You should say, well, hands were laid on me, according to James 5, 14, and I believe that I receive healing for my physical body. Uh, Mark 6, 13, they cast out many demons, speaking of the disciples, and anointed with oil many who were sick and healed. And so this is a viable method to receive healing. And I've just mentioned this, but number five is really through the laying on of hands. And, um, and, and it goes right along with anointing with oil. You can, you can lay hands on someone without anointing them with oil. James 5, 14 mentions oil. 
But then through the laying on of hands, Mark 16 doesn't mention the oil, but it does mention laying on of hands. So Mark 16, 15 through 18, and he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow them. Those who believe in my name, they'll cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They'll take up serpents or exercise authority over the demonic. If they drink any deadly thing, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick. Who's they? The believing ones. What will they do? Lay hands on the sick and they will recover. So um, uh, the Greek really said the believing ones shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. So, so some people have some, you know, some, it brings up all kinds of questions. So can I lay hands on, on people who don't know the Lord and God heal them? Well, the answer is obviously yes. He said, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He's talking about ministering life. Jesus, Jesus doesn't want us to hold what he has and just keep it to ourselves. Healing is for the believer in Christ, but healing is also for the world through the laying on of hands. And as the Lord prompts and directs us, as we're talking to people in our daily life, the Lord may prompt you. Somebody says, I'm sick with this or this or this. And if, when the Lord prompts you, you can simply lay hands on them. Does it, does it take faith for them to recover? Well, to some degree, yes. I mean, you're not going to get somebody healed them thinking they're not going to be healed and you believing that they are. But I'm telling you, the power of God is amazing. And through the laying on of hands... The Bible says we can receive healing. So it's Bible. When you're attacked, call for the elders of the church. Let them anoint you with oil or just have the believers lay hands on you. We do this all the time. We, you know, uh, we have a men's uh, uh, small group every Tuesday. We often lay hands on one of those brothers and pray for them to be healed. You should lay hands on people to be healed in your small groups or wherever you may find yourself. Whether the person's a believer or not, uh, uh, somebody years ago said divine healing is the dinner bell, so to speak, calling unbelievers to the Lord. Years ago, when it was time for dinner on a farm, that the farmer's wife would have a bell they ring telling those in the field, it's time to come. So, you know, divine healing is, quote unquote, the dinner bell that is calling the unbelievers to the Lord. And when they see that God loves them and God heals them, it can be a big witness to them. And, and can be instrumental in leading them to the Lord. So through the laying on of hands is another way that we can receive healing. Let me say this, uh, parents should lay hands on their children to be healed. Now that's, I think that's really important. So when the enemy attacks your children with a cold or with, uh, whatever it may be, you know, even if they get a little cut, pray or teach your children to exercise faith in God when they're uh, challenged physically. And it's a, uh, I think that's something that the parents should do. Lay hands on your own children and, and pray for them. Laying on of hands is a, is a viable way to exercise faith in, in God's healing power. Acts 28, verses 8 and 9. It happened that the father of Publius lay sick of a fever and dysentery. Paul went into him uh, and prayed and laid his hands on him and healed him. So when this was done, the rest of those on the island who had diseases also came and were healed. So here's a specific example of Paul laying hands on people. They may not have known the Lord. He laid hands on them and they were healed. Let me encourage you, whether it's anointing with oil, which was point four, or laying on of hands, 
uh, this is point five, uh, prepare before prayer. If you can at all, you know, if things aren't an absolute essential emergency where you got to pray right now, take some time to meditate on the word before you have hands laid on you, before uh, the anointing with oil, pray, uh, prepare by meditating on healing scripture. And uh, that's a that's a great, great thing to do just to make sure your faith is prepared to receive the healing. Again, again, uh, there, is a, there is a tangible anointing of healing power sometimes when believers lay hands on the sick. And, and we can expect God's healing power to heal us. You know, regardless of what method we use, whether, whether we command Satan to go in Jesus' name, whether we pray, uh, whether we agree in prayer with someone, whether we uh, call for the elders of the church and they anoint us with oil, James 5, 14, or, or through the laying on of hands uh, of just believers in general, we, we should always believe that we receive God's healing power. Father, thank you for your healing power ministering to every person listening to this podcast today. Thank you for using us to minister your healing power to others as we agree in prayer with them and as we lay hands on them. In Jesus' name. God bless you, my friend. Looking forward to talking to you next time. Thanks for listening to the Victory Church Daily Podcast. I hope that you were able to get something out of the message today. Be sure to tune in daily Monday through Friday for more messages like this one. You'll also find our church sermons posted here from Sundays and Wednesdays. Let me also encourage you to get involved in a local church. The Bible consistently stresses the importance of getting plugged in with a group of like-minded believers. If you're local to Raleigh, you can check out our church services here at Victory Church on Sundays at 9 and 11 a.m. or Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. Lastly, you want to reach out with some questions, concerns, prayer requests, or comments, you can email me at pastor at victorychurchraleigh.com. Before you leave, please make sure that you subscribe and go leave us a review. Each review goes a long way in helping us reach a wider audience. Thanks for listening. Now go out there and be all that God created you to be.